I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The marketing and selling of the thing is the business. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to you on a regular basis for accountability to make sure I'm staying consistent and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you going to write any more books? Answer to both of those questions are yes and hell yes. Let me tell you how you can do both in one shot. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you have the option of getting my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine that I'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university, where every month I'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth. I'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're going to get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university where, as I just said, every week I have a live training where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development where we get straight to the point. No bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show every single day. Now, you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0. That is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport and leading other people, as well as leading yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic one called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, an ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind. All the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. If you, A, want to know if I'm going to write anymore, yes, I am. I'm going to write. As a matter of fact, every month, I'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused, sharp, and on point. And B, 
You want to work with me directly. You want to be able to talk to me every week, get your questions answered, get your challenges handled and network and build relationships and connect with a community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are. All of that happens in my Bulletproof Mastermind. All information and you're going to get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and offensively, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together to a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is a question that we are, I'm going to give you some prompts to help you answer this question. The question is, what business are you in? This is an important question to ask, and it is a, an equally important question to have an answer to. Now, before we get into this, let me tell everyone that I send out a daily motivation text message free of charge every single day to everyone who is in my texting community. If you would like to receive that text, all you need to do to get it is to text me at my text number, which is 305-384-6894, free to your phone every single day, guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point for the day in front of you. Again, that number is, is also down below in the show notes. That is 305-384-6894. Text me. If you want to receive that daily motivation text, and I got you covered every day, free of charge, straight to your phone. Now, this topic, what business are you in? This is an important question for all of us to answer. doesn't matter what kind of work you do, how long you've been doing it, how much money you're making or not making. This is a question that we all need to know the answer to because it will help direct our actions. It'll help, help us make decisions as well when we know what business we're in. As the increasing pace of our worlds and the routines and the habits that we fall into sometimes causes us or leads us to forgetting the business that we're in. We get so focused on our habits and routines, so focused on the things that we're used to doing or the things that maybe are easier for us to do or are are simpler, don't require as much of our time, attention, energy, focus, or maybe even our money. We sometimes forget what game we're actually playing. So that's what this is about here today is remembering, first of all, identifying for those who have never identified, then remembering and applying our knowledge of what business we're in so that we are actually playing the game in a direction in which the game is going to take us where we want to go. So let's get into it. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is what business are you in? Making sure that you don't forget the answer to this question. Number one, the business that you're in is rarely the same as the skill that you use for that business. I'm pausing there as I want to make sure that what I just said sinks in because maybe you think I was going to just tell you something that you quote unquote already know. This is not something that you already know, at least from what I see. The business that you're in is rarely the same as the skill that you use for that business. What I mean by that is the following. If you're an actor or a comedian, for example, you are not in the acting or comedy business. You're in the entertainment business. You're in the business of entertaining people. Acting and telling jokes are just the ways that you entertain people. If you're an author of self-help books, for example, you are in the personal transformation business because that's what people are paying for. People are not paying for the actual, the book itself. 
or the how genius your words are and how you put paragraphs together. What they're paying for is that hopefully something in one of your books, even if you're doing a course or you're in coaching, all of those are the same thing, is that you're helping people transform. You're helping people change in some way, shape or form. They want to change who they are as a person, change the actions that they take. And of course, change the results that they get. So you're helping people create transformations. You just utilize the format of the medium of a book or a coaching session or a live event or a course or whatever it is that you have to offer, whatever other ways you can do it. You're utilizing those mediums in order to create the outcome. So that is the business that you're in. It's You're not in the business of writing books. You're not in the business of acting. You're not in the business of telling jokes. If you're a doctor, for example, Yes, you are licensed to prescribe medicine to your patients, but who really wants medicine? Is anyone here, even people, people who are listening to this episode right now, given the numbers of listeners to this show, it's guaranteed that somebody who's listening to this right now has taken some medicine even today. Now, do you really want to take medicine? Probably not. So why are you taking it? You're taking the medicine because you want good health or at least better health or improved health or maybe a health is shit. You just want to get out of the shitty space and just get back to neutral when it comes to your health. So when you're a doctor, you are not in the business of prescribing medicine, even though you do prescribe medicine. You're in the business of helping people have better health, excellent health, maintaining good health, getting out of terrible health, whatever the situation happens to be. So understanding what business you're in is really about the end game of what you are giving people. That's really what people want. People want the end product. They don't want the actual, no, the process of what it is you're doing. If you're a personal trainer, you're not in the business of giving people training sessions because when people sign up for personal training, nobody wants to, for the most part, and I've worked in gyms and sold personal training before. So in my experience, we'll say nobody wants to do 30 personal training sessions where they're going to have to do exercises that they probably are not comfortable doing, that they probably are not in the shape to be doing. And they probably don't feel that great about doing it because if they were in good shape already, they probably wouldn't be signed up for personal training. So they're not interested in those things, even though they know they'll have to do them. What they're interested in is the end game. What is the end product of doing these 30 training sessions? Hopefully, if they're an athlete, maybe they'll be able to perform better. If they're a mom, maybe they just want to lose the weight from giving birth to their kids. Maybe they're a dad who hasn't worked out for a while. They want to lose that spare tire and just feel more confident in themselves because they know they got a much better physique and a much better shape. And maybe the significant other, if this person in a relationship, significant other looks at them differently because they just look sexier. They look more physically attractive because they got their body in shape. So the personal trainer, you are not selling personal training sessions and push-ups and running on a treadmill. What you're selling is the end game of what that person wants through doing the personal training sessions and push-ups and running on a treadmill. So this is why need to talk to your audience so that you actually know in your prospects and the people who become your customers so you know what they want. And when you can give people what they want, they will give you everything that you want, to paraphrase the late Zig Ziglar. So remember, this is the first question you want to ask yourself is what is the end game of anyone coming to you? So any of you who sells anything, you think of the last person who bought something from you or the next person you want to buy something from you, or the next time you're about to tell people about the thing that they can buy from you is to ask yourself the following question. What is the end game of somebody actually doing this? Because buying it from you is just the first step. So let's say they buy your book or they sign up for your course or they decide to come to your event. What is it that they want? They don't want to just go to events. Now, there may be a few people who just like to show up to events just to go because they don't have anything else to do. 
But most of the people who come to your events come to the event because there's something that they want to get out of it. What do they want to get? You as a salesperson should probably have an answer to this because it'll help you sell tickets. So you need to know what are people going to get out of the event? And then even once they do come, you got to make sure you give them what they actually expected to get when they came. Because if you don't give them that, then they probably won't come again. They might leave you a bad review. So let's give another example. If you're an accountant, for example, people don't want someone who just looks into their money and knows everything they have going on and gives them advice. Yes, that's what you do, but that's not really what they're signed up for. The reason they pay you as an accountant is because people want to retire safely. They want to retire without stress and worry and maybe leave something for the next generation, leave something behind for their kids. All right, that's why they hire the accountant or the financial advisor or the, or the money manager or whatever your title may be. Usually for all of us, the business is selling the thing, not just the thing itself. So you're in the business of selling personal transformation, the business of selling, having peace of mind when it comes to your retirement and leaving something for your kids, the business of selling, you getting rid of that beer belly and getting a six pack again so that you can feel healthier and you can play with your grandkids and you can go walk on the beach without a shirt on and feel confident about it. So you're selling the thing. The thing is the end piece. It is not the actual process to get to the end piece and is definitely not the doing of the process. Unless you personally, there is an exception is if you have an agent or a sales team who does the selling for you and all you had to do is show up and do the delivery. But even then, they're all part of y'all part of the same team. So you're still in the sales business. You just have other people doing the sales work. But you, as part of that entity, this is your job is selling the end piece and the process to get to the end piece. The bridge is all the stuff that goes into it. And often, also in my experience, many of your customers and clients don't really need to know all the details of how it's going to work. They just want to know that it works. And when they trust that it works, they will get involved. They'll follow you. And as long as it keeps working, they'll keep paying you. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is what business are you in? Number two, I got some good news and some bad news. Which one do you want first? All right, I'm giving you good news first. You do not have to be great at the actual skill itself. You don't have to be great at the thing in order to be in business. But you do have to be great at the selling of the thing to have a thriving business. And I'll break down what I mean by that. I'll say it again first and I'll break it down. Here's the good news. You don't have to be great at, for example, personal training. You don't have to be the best personal trainer in the gym to be in the business of personal training. But you do need to be really good at selling personal training because those are two different things. To give you an example, just using going off that example, I used to work at LA Fitness. This was in between pro basketball jobs. This is right before I went and played in Montenegro. I was working at LA Fitness. Uh, actually, that was, that was the last you know, regular job that I ever held down, as a matter of fact. And my job was selling personal training to people who had just recently joined the gym. So the way LA Fitness's system was set up at the time, I don't know how they do it now, was that when somebody joined the gym, every gym does this, they've always done this, is that they offer any new member a free workout session. They give them fancy names. They might call it a personal fitness assessment. They might just call it a free personal training session whatever they want to call it. They should be trying different titles to see what works. But my job was to call members who are already in the LA fitness system, paying members, and to offer them a free training assessment or free workout, whatever I wanted to call it. Get them to come into the gym. You know, ask for me, I would take them through a workout. I would personally take them through a workout. And then when the workout was over, 
sell them a personal training package. And then the certified trainers who work there, one of them would get assigned to actually do the administer the sessions to that member. I did this when I worked at Bally as well, but I was a just a regular membership salesperson there at Bally. And I would sell training in a, as a process of selling the actual gym memberships. LA Fitness just broke it up. And instead of having membership salespeople and trainers, they had membership salespeople, training salespeople and trainers. So they just had a, a separate group there. And I was part of that separate group, the in-between from the members to the personal trainers. And we could even call people who were already members. You could have been a member for a year, but if you never took LA Fitness up on their offer of a free session, I can call you too. Say, hey, you've been a member of the gym for a year. You haven't had your free workout session? Oh, come in. Let me put you through a workout and let's see what we can get you. And I would you know, put them through a workout, kick their ass in the workout so they can understand how out of shape they actually were. And then while they were in that moment, sell them personal training. This is exactly what we did. Was that kind of manipulative? Yes. But I mean, that's what sales is. But anyway, you don't have to be, I didn't have to be a great or let's say the trainers at LA Fitness, this is my the point here, they didn't have to be great personal trainers because once that person purchased those sessions, those sessions were purchased. Uh, they bought a 20-pack of personal training on the strength of you putting them through one workout to show them how terrible they were, how out of shape they were, and they made that purchase. Okay, now they got those 20 sessions. Now, how good you are as a trainer on a day-in, day-out basis, we don't know. And in this situation, the way LA Fitness had it set up, Bally did this as well. If I sold you the training, but I'm not the one giving the training, who knows how good that trainer is that you get assigned to? They might not be good as good as me. They might suck. And there were trainers there who, I mean, they had certifications. That's all they had. There was no way of knowing they were any good at all. But this is the whole point. The business is the exchange. Now, hopefully, I'm going to add this, make sure I'm adding this part in here. Even though I just told you, you don't have to be so great at the thing. You got to be great at the exchange in order to be in business because the business is the exchange. That's when they make the purchase. Usually people pay for stuff before they get it. Now, you want to be good at the delivery of the thing, because if you're not, first of all, you're going to have to keep going around and finding new people to sell to because you're not going to get any repeat buyers because nobody's going to want to do it again because you sucked. And that's one reason why you want to be good at it. And secondly, just for yourself. I mean, if you sell enough people and you're not good, then word might start getting around Now you got to go to a new locale so you can even sell again because everybody realized that whatever you're selling is garbage. So you don't have to be great at the thing, but you do need to be really good at selling of the skill if you want to be in business. And that's what we're talking about here today. What business are you in? This is how somebody who can be really good, listen to what I'm saying here, you can be really good at doing a thing, but not making a lot of money from it, i.e. not doing a lot of business in that thing, simply because you're not good at selling the thing. So let's use another example that I've already touched on here today. Let's say you're an author and you write these really amazing books. You're a really, really good writer. You're better than some of the writers out there who are selling way more books than you. They're super famous. You read their books and their books aren't even, there's nothing groundbreaking in their book. They're saying all the same stuff everybody else says just packaged in a different way, but they sold all these copies. You're like, how did this person sell all these books? And you write a better book than them and your book's not selling. You're not making any money from your book. Why is this? It's because that person or whomever is helping that person is really good at selling books, whereas you are only good at writing books. And those are, again, two different skills. Now, the jackpot is when you're good at both. All right, if you can do the thing and you can sell the thing, that's when things go great. But this is how this example here 
You could be really good at something and not make money from it if you don't understand the business side of it. And usually when people don't understand the business side, it's because relating to the very topic here today, they don't even know what business they're in. So they think they're in the business of doing one thing, but they're actually in the business of doing another. So this will be the author who comes to me and says, Dre, I wrote this book. I know this is a really good book. My grandma read it. My aunt read it. My sister read it. My next door neighbor read it. They all told me how great it was. I know this is a really good book. I read other people's books. I know my writing is better than theirs, yet I'm not making money from my book. Why is this? And it's because they think they're in the business of writing books when they're not. They're in the business of selling books. Now, how do you sell your book? Well, first of all, you got to figure out who you're selling it to, what they want, and then positioning your offer, i.e. your book or whatever it is you're offering in such a way that they, your prospects, your potential buyers, understand that what you have will help them get what they want. And what they want is not a book. What they want is not a well-written book. See, if you're focused on how great, how well-written your book is, that's why it's not selling because nobody wants to buy a well-written book. People want to buy at least the first step towards a solution to a challenge or problem that they have, which has nothing to do with how well-written your book is. Even though, again, many people who are in the artist mindset might think that that's the thing that's going to make their stuff sell. It is not. So this is how you can be good and not do a lot of business. And this is also how, on the flip side, someone who could be very mediocre or pretty average at their thing can do amazing at it, even though they're only mediocre. Has any of you ever bought something? You purchased a product or a service or an offering, and it ended up being a very mediocre product. Have you ever bought a mediocre product? And you're like, damn, how the hell did I get swindled into buying this product? This is a piece of crap. Or this service wasn't even that great. Or whatever it is this person sold to me was okay, but it wasn't as great as they billed it as. Any of you ever had that happen? Of course, we all have done that. Why is this? Because whoever sold that to you was good enough to make the sale, even though they might not have been that great at the thing. Now, again, ideally, we want to be we want both as consumers. We want someone who's both. They're good at getting us to make a decision and feeling good about it and also good enough to follow up on that decision that we made and making us feel great about it because they actually delivered at a higher level. Ideally, they over delivered. But sometimes you get people who are only one or the other. They're good at doing the thing, but they can't sell it. So they don't get as much. ROI from their skills they should, or they're mediocre at doing the thing, but they're great at selling it. So they can sell a lot, but the people who buy from them don't buy again because the thing just wasn't that good in the first place. So the marketing and selling of the thing is the business. When you can do both, or you at least have people in place who can help you do both, that's when you hit the jackpot. When you're really good at something, but you can't sell it, that's when you get frustration. Am I speaking anybody's language right now? Point number three, today's topic once again is question, what business are you in? Number three, why is it important to know what business you're in? I mean, I've talked about this already. I've already given this away here today, but let me say it again. I think it's worth repeating so that you can focus on what matters most. This is why you need to know what business you're in so that you know where your focus needs to be. There are many artists out there. I mean, people who focus so much on the doing of the thing, but not on the selling of the thing. When I say an artist, that's what I'm referring to. And I talked about them in episode 2118. The subject was sales over skills. There are many artists who focus so much on the art of the thing, but never focus on the business of the thing. And what happens is with many of these artists, and I have known and worked with some of these artists, that it's only after so much time has passed, do they even realize or start to even wonder, why is my art so good, but my returns are not? commensurate with the level of my skills is because they don't know what business they're in. 
This is why that happens. So if there's anyone listening to this right now who feels like you are much better than the returns that you're getting is because you probably don't know what business you're in. That's why you're not focusing on it. And that's why you're not getting the ROI that you deserve to get. So make sure that you're not focusing so much on the art and not on the business. And usually the art and the business are not the same thing. Almost every time the art and the business are not the same thing. When you know what you're really selling, you know what business you're actually in, it changes the conversations you have, changes the questions that you ask. It makes you more persuasive because now you are talking to the actual thing that you're selling and not the thing you thought you were selling. And it just produces better results for everybody because whoever you're selling to now knows that you're selling to them. Therefore, they can make a easier decision. Now you know what they actually want. So now you can focus more of what you're doing towards what they want and not just what you want to give them, which will help all the communication a whole lot better. And everybody's happier. Everybody wins in this situation because now you're talking about what people really want. So for example, to touch on the one that we've already used here, if you're a personal trainer, you shouldn't talk to your clients about how many workout sessions that they're going to do or the quality of the exercises that they're going to be put through or how many push-ups or burpees or squats you're going to make them do, or the state-of-the-art equipment that you have in the gym, right? because nobody's really buying that stuff. Those are the logical pieces that you can tell them about later. But to move someone over the threshold of making a decision, you got to touch their emotions, which has nothing to do with these logical facts. You want to talk about how your female client is now going to feel like she's you know, back on the dating market and she's a hot commodity because all the guys are looking at her when she goes to the grocery store because she has changed the shaping of her body. That's really what you want to talk about. That's the thing that they buy. And then they just need logical justifications to bring it home. All right. And that's the state of the art equipment and how many workout sessions you get and why it's worth it, et cetera, et cetera, all the boring stuff. Or how the man who's your client, how he's going to feel when his wife is looking at his body the way that she used to when they first got married. All right. That's the thing that you're actually selling. Now, all the logical stuff is, again, how many workouts we're going to do, what the workouts are going to be like, the nutrition program you're going to get. Again, stuff that puts people to sleep. That's the logical stuff. But you got to touch on the emotional stuff. Usually the thing that people are buying is related to their emotions. As we all know, any of you who's in sales, that facts tell and emotions sell or stories sell. Stories usually touch on emotions. People make decisions based on emotion and we justify it with logic. That is what you're selling. Usually you are selling a feeling. You are not selling a logical process. Did everybody hear that? While there is a logical process involved and there should be, I'm a person who talks to you all the time about strategy and process and systems. There should be a system involved, but part of your system in selling is making sure that you're touching on people's feelings. And part of your system in delivering is making sure that your system delivers the outcome that is based on emotion that that person signed up for in the first place. Now, if you want help with doing all this stuff, I know I gave you a good amount here. I'll tell you how to do that in a second. First, let's recap today's class, which is what business are you in? This is a question mark. This is an important question for all of us because the pace of our worlds has increased. We fall into routines and habits and sometimes we forget what business we're actually in or sometimes we don't even know which is an even more dangerous situation. Point number one, Business you're in is rarely the same as the skill that you use for that business. If you're an actor, a comedian, or a basketball player, you're not in the acting or comedy or basketball business. You're in the entertainment business. People watch what you do and sign up for it and pay money for the tickets because they want to be entertained. You just happen to entertain them via basketball, comedy, or acting. If you're an author, you write self-help books. You're not in the book business. You're in the personal transformation business because that's why people signed up for the book so or they ordered the book. 
unless you have an agent or a sales team who's doing these things for you. And even then, all of you are part of the same team. You're still in the business of actually selling the thing, getting it into people's hands, but you need to know exactly what you're selling is usually not the actual work. Point number two, the good news is you don't have to be great at a skill to be in business, but you do have to be great at the selling of the skill. All right. Business is the exchange. All right. When I say business, that's what I mean is that an exchange is taking place. You offer someone something, they're willing to give you something, you get something, everybody wins, everybody's happy at the end of the day. This is how you could be really good at something and fail to make money because you're good at the skill, but not good at the selling. And it's also how mediocre people can be average at the thing, but still making money because they're great at selling, but they're only average at the delivery. And we all have seen this before because we all have purchased at some point a deliver a mediocre product that didn't really deliver that great. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't amazing. And we're like, oh, how do I, how do I make this terrible buying decision? Simply because that person was good at selling, but they weren't good at delivering. When you can do both, and ideally you want to do both, that's when you hit the jackpot. When you're good, but you can't sell, that's when you feel frustration. Point number three, it's important to know what business you're in so you can focus on what matters most. Many people who are artists, as I mentioned in episode 2118, focus so much on the art, but not enough on the business. And it's only when it's way later that they realize that their art and their business are not matching up is because they focus so much on art and not on how do I actually sell this thing and get it into people's hands, which is a bigger deal if we're talking business, which is dollars and cents, actual exchanges. So if you're a personal trainer, you don't want to talk about how many sessions or the quality of the exercises or the kind of equipment that you have in the gym. You want to tell your female clients how she's going to feel like a hot prospect. She's back on the dating market and all the guys are looking at her or the male client, how his wife's going to look at him different when he gets out the shower because his body is in much better shape than it used to be. And he looks how he looked when they first got married. That's what you're actually selling. Usually you are selling something involving feelings and emotions. You are not selling facts and logic. Keep that in mind and figure out, really think about what business you're in because it will help you better sell and help you better persuade and also help you just better talk about what it is that you're doing. So with all that said, get my daily motivation text to be focused, sharp, and on point every single day, straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And when you are ready to make sure and ensure and guarantee that you are getting the type of ROI from your skills and game that you deserve to be getting, that you know your abilities and the game that you've developed over the years has garnered, and you want to make sure that your business returns match up to the skill set that you have, then you need to join me at Working Your Game University because that is where you can work with me directly. When we dive into your business, we dive into what you're doing personally, dive into where you want to go, and we come up with strategies, accountabilities, and processes to make sure that you actually get it done. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. See your options for getting started and working with me direct. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.